0: You're listening to episode 43 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got skills. skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Alexa in Canada podcast. Today I've got another special guest on and this is a guest that lives right here in my hometown of Vancouver. So if you are a Vancouverite, you're going to want to listen up and if you are a Canadian, you're going to want to listen up because we also have a special event for Canadians for Vancouverites that we are announcing. Just before we get to that, the sponsor for this podcast, as you know, is the Alexa Conference. This conference is taking place January 15th to 17th, 2019, and that time's coming up really quick. It's, I've been saying this for a while, but you know, it's, we're already in September. It's going to be here before we know it. This is taking place in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it is the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. You can get your tickets right now. I will have a link to the place to get the tickets. And with the promo code Alexa in Canada, you can get 20% off. So I hope you will be there because I'm privileged to be able to be one of the speakers there. And I'm really, really excited about that. So it's going to be a great, great conference. So make sure you're there, all right? Now, let's get to today's guest. Today's guest, like I said, is a guy that I've met in person. He lives here in Vancouver. I met him actually at Voice Summit, and I've met him here at a local event. And um, he is uh, an Alexa enthusiast, and he is a developer. His name is Sean Griffin, and he started as a software engineer, uh, as you'll hear, back when you had to use punch cards to do programming. And since then, he's worked in the tech space in Ottawa, Toronto, Silicon Valley, and now in Vancouver. He started three companies. He's worked at large ones. He's worked at smaller ones. uh, And in particular, he has had a lot of experience in the voice uh, field with his first company, Speechfront, um, being eventually purchased by Nuance back in 2000. So recently, he's become very interested in Alexa skills. He has uh, gone back and upgraded his programming skills from the punch cards to JavaScript and so on. And he is now really exploring the different areas of alexa and he's got some great ideas for skills that he is in the process of developing right now so uh he's going to talk a little bit about those skills as well he has started the vancouver alexa meetup group and he is going to be announcing his very first event so if you are around vancouver in the next couple of weeks uh pay close attention because i'd love to see you there because i certainly will be at this meetup without any further ado let's dive right into the interview with sean griffin Okay, so welcome, Sean, to the Alexa in Canada podcast. It's great to have you here. Uh, thanks so much for taking some time to be here with me and with the listeners today. I was wondering if we could start off by learning a little bit about you and who you are.
1: Oh, thanks, Harry. It's, uh, it's great to be here, and uh, I've been enjoying your uh, uh, Alexa in Canada podcast for quite a while now, and it's uh, great to be on. Um, well, <laughs> I'm what you would call an older uh, programmer. I started uh, developing software back when you had to use punch cards to, uh, put in your programs and carry around a box of cards. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> things have changed a little bit since then. Um, but I've worked in the tech industry in Ottawa, Toronto, Silicon Valley, and for the last five years in Vancouver, um, started companies, primarily worked in the business side. And then I went back to, uh, did a, a programming boot camp at lighthouse, uh, last year and learned, uh, JavaScript and, uh, uh, I'm back uh, programming and sort of looking at the whole voice space.
0: Wonderful. And uh, you mentioned a key word there and that everything you said there and that's Vancouver because that's where I am and um, <laughs> we've been able to meet in person a couple times actually out at, at a voice summit and then uh, at, a, at a local Amazon event. So uh, it's really nice to be able to put a face to a name. So, so that's great. So you've got some, some background in programming. Tell me about your experience with voice technology.
1: Well, uh, my experience with voice technology actually goes way back. So uh, in uh, 97, um, I was working at uh, Mitel, uh, which was a – Mitel is still around, but uh, they were a PBX company, communications company, and uh, I was in charge of – I started up their sort of speech recognition group, and we built a speech recognition auto-attendant. So when you called into the uh, PBX, you could just say the name of the person you wanted. Um, and uh, I love the technologies uh, so much that myself and five other people uh, jumped ship and started a speech recognition company, uh, sort of marrying uh, telephones and speech rec. Um, and we were working with Nuance at the time and they liked us so much they bought us. Huh. Uh, and then I, then I worked for Nuance for two years. So that was my intro to speech uh, speech recognition. Um, and then since then I've worked in various uh, different spaces and sort of stayed away from the space. Uh, and just came back to it in the last uh year um primarily because of uh what's been happening i think for for a long time speechrek was almost good enough but not quite good enough and it's uh finally i've just been uh, very impressed with uh what's been happening with uh both amazon and uh and uh Google in terms of their uh assistance
0: yeah so that's so we're obviously we're we're in the same camp here so let's let's talk a little more about that what what has you really interested about what, what these technologies, these smart speakers have to offer? What's, what's, so, what's so special about them?
1: Well, I, I think it's the um, pervasive nature um, of the technology. It's, it's, uh, it's just around you. Um, you know, you just uh, ask it to do something and, and uh, you know, it does it for you. Um, it's very natural. Uh, it's fast. It's easy. You don't have to take out a phone and... Uh, and use it and um, I think that that's uh, truly in the next five years I think we're going to see that um, become much more pervasive that uh, technology is going to be around us and the the phone's actually I think going to disappear and you know become a device you put in your pocket and it pretty well stays there Um, you'll just talk and it will hear you and you know figure out what you want and you'll only pull out the phone when you actually have to type something or uh, look at something
0: yeah that's that's really interesting so it's gonna truly become a, I, I, you know we the people that are in this space uh, are very familiar with the term voice first and that sounds like well, that's what you're what you're describing what is what does voice first mean to you
1: um it, it's just uh everywhere so i think uh a number of industries that I've been in the last couple of years have been very much about sort of um you know people who are working with sort of like uh their hands are busy they need to keep their heads up and look around and uh you know voice first means that uh they have an easy way to both get information and uh and send information and or initiate commands so I just think there's there's a lot of opportunity. It really feels like um and I'm very much dating myself back in the uh you know late nineties when the web first came around or o yeah. seven when Apple introduced the iphone and yeah. uh and and I think we're gonna see um, a huge huge ramp in uh, in making uh voice introducing voice to every aspect of uh, technology and living that we have today right
0: right so that that's a nice segue to sort of the different aspects of 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 our lives where voice is going to have an impact what what particular areas have you really excited and and maybe that's a good way to lead into what sort of things you have been working on developing when it comes to voice technology
1: yeah so i started uh programming um alexa skills um i've got uh, I think I've got four on the go right now. Uh, the first one I started with was uh, my cousin keeps our uh, family tree, um, and uh, I thought that was an interesting application for voice. So you could, uh, you know, figure out, you know, who are, you know, who was my great great grandfather, or when was, uh, you know, when was my grandmother mother born, or where. Um, so I uh, put a voice interface to that. So I have uh, I have that. Um, it's in beta. All of these skills are in beta yet; they're not uh, in the store yet. Um, I have another one where uh, I injured uh, injured my calf uh, and had to something you'll be quite familiar with in your background <laughs> as a doctor, um, and uh, I had to do physio. So I uh, I'm starting on a physio app because I think uh, I think Alexa is a real natural for uh, helping people uh, do and monitor their physio uh, exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third one, I'm actually there's an Alexa skills contest for uh, doing good and uh, i'm actually in the process of uh, writing a skill with a local company called command where where it would be uh, basically it would be a, a school or an office or any place where uh, you would need to be able to issue an emergency alert um, and then have your location identified so you would just send the alert and uh, it would from through Alexa and it would identify it and you can include information like if it was a school you could say you know there's 43 kids in class and it would pop it up on the map and show you where it is and uh, they'd be able to get that kind of information.
0: Oh wow! So you got a couple of really neat things going on. So, and each one of those is so, uh, so quite different. Um, is there any particular reason why you know these are such, such broad categories, or is it just various things that kind of came across your desk essentially, and you decided they'd be a cool skill?
1: I, I think. Well, the first one was just uh, was more. I, I was looking for a simple skill where I didn't have to reach outside of the skill. All the information would be. Inside the skill, so uh, family tree sort of met that, and I had my cousin had sent around that information, Um, and uh, I am interested. I think the area of focus I'm most interested in, in generally, is uh, sort of uh, senior care and where um, voice is going in that space. Um, So you know, family tree not so much, but certainly the uh, the physio, um, and it ties into one of my previous companies was a startup that was about social connectivity for seniors. Um, so that is the space I'm most interested in. The other skills are really um, somewhat opportunistic and also uh, a way to learn different skills. So the um, school notification skill uh, got me into uh, basically interacting with uh, third-party services. Great. So it's a good way to expand skills.
0: Great. Well, they're, they're all really neat ideas. I wonder if we can dive into each one a little bit more and just learn a little bit more. So so the family tree skill, so how does that work? Does Does a single user... Enter their family tree information. Does it collect family tree information from different family members? How does that kind of work?
1: Uh, well, the way it works is is in most families. This this is my belief is that there's somebody in your family who keeps the family tree. It's it's not something that everybody keeps, but it's something that uh, you know one person will keep track of the family tree for everybody. And what the the skill will do is let that person um, enter that family tree into a website, and then anybody wants to have access to their family tree, um, can you know, say, oh, when was, uh, when was uh, Grandpa Fred born? Um, or, uh, you know, who was, oh, so Grandpa Fred was, you know, he was married to, who was that? So you can instantly access your, your family tree, you know, from the dinner table or uh, anywhere without having to go over to the computer, log in, you know, remember what website, get a login and things like that. I think that's one of the key things about Voices is is that uh, once you've got it uh, set up, it's just so easy to get that information.
0: That is, that is fascinating. And I I really, really love that idea. You know, it makes me think, um, so my son, my son is in grade seven and at his school he goes to, they do a project every year. They call it the Roots and Wings Project. And it's a big project. And they basically have to go and research their family and find the history of their family. And I could imagine that, that would be a really neat component to be able to, you know, as part of the project to say, like, there's this database with my family now and you can, you know, other friends and relatives and peers and whoever it is can ask and learn about this person's family. It's, And obviously as, yep. as, as people age and unfortunately, people pass on, you've got this, this sort of living family tree that's continually being expanded. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. And I'm assuming you've thought of those sorts of scenarios, huh?
1: No, but I'm glad I've talked to you about them. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I will put those into the uh, into the uh, wish list on the uh, on the family tree project.
0: <laughs> That's great. I, I love the idea. I, I think it's fantastic. And then yeah. the uh, how does the physiotherapy one work? Can you tell us a little bit uh, more about that?
1: Yeah. So so um, the the concept for the physiotherapy is, is that you'd have a list of exercises uh, which you'd have to perform. It walks you through them. If you have a echo uh, a spot or a show. Uh, You can actually just see the exercise, uh, either a graphic or or a video. So that graphic and video part aren't there. Um, And then really the the trick is to be able to, um, uh, you know, have the person, you know, say, okay, we're going to start, you know, most skills are either, and you would know this a lot better than I do, but most of the uh, physio exercises are uh, either, uh, you know, do this for 30 seconds, 40 seconds, 60 seconds, or do this, you know, 10 times. Right. Um, and then so you either do a countdown or you do a timing, um, can add uh, music to it and be able to, uh, you know, make it more pleasant. But the, the key thing is you can get feedback from the person as to how it is. You can keep track that they did it. Um, and if uh, you wanted to show that with your physios you know at the end of uh two weeks when the person comes back and you say oh how's it going, I'm going look at that well like you went from you know two you know two by eight uh calf raises to uh you know three by 16 that's great good progress
0: great so it can kind of track and you can see the stats and the analytics and it really gives you an yeah. idea of, of what you're doing fantastic because that, that's stuff that's uh, i'm sure is lacking in the physio i'm not a physiotherapist uh, as you said i'm a physician but but it's great to be able to have that feedback in terms of what exercises the person can do and how they're progressing. So, so yeah, I think that's great. Um, and the final one, the, the one about the, um, doing good yeah. for the Alexa skills. So that, so you, I'm assuming that would work by having, having a, 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 an echo device in this location and that person would speak to the echo device and, and broadcast this alert. Is that, yeah. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So that's exactly it. So, so, If you were alert and it would work in a variety of scenarios so it could potentially be an office building you know you spot a fire or a school um you see an intruder or there's a lockdown or or whatever and you know the 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 key thing that happens with that is is that you want to be able to alert people um but you know if you're in a school you've got the you're moving the kids to back so uh you know you want to be able to just say you know alexa you know tell the office there's an intruder um Mm -hmm. and then it will come back tell you a message the more important thing is it will alert the office. It'll identify what classroom, uh, uh had a problem. And then, um, you know, you, you, could see with, uh, Alexa, you know, being able to do things like, okay, Alexa, lock the doors, right? So you want to be able to, uh, uh, you know, lock the doors and dim the lights and, uh, you know, okay, now we're all safe or, you know, I have uh, 22 kids here or there are five people here in the office and then you have a count, so you know, where people are in the building in case you need to go find them, uh. If, whether it's a fire or an intruder or something like that
0: wow, so I, yeah, I can definitely see how that would do a lot of good my my I guess my question for that is how do you get around the issue of having like an invocation because you'd have to have like Alexa open this or Alexa tell this to do something is there Is there a solution for that
1: no you still you still have to be able to do that, so so you would have to have a name, you'd have to get people used to it. Uh, in terms of uh, using it on a sort of a day-to-day visa- basis, so this is intended as a skill in in an environment could be a factory and in other areas where uh, you would have uh, Alexa in uh, in their uh, uh, sort of uh, commercial deployment mode. So it wouldn't be like this wouldn't be a skill you would use at home. This would be a skill you'd use in an office building or a factory or a school where it'd be you know installed and managed part of the Alexa enterprise. Uh, capabilities. I see. Okay. I see. Great.
0: Well, Hey, those, those all sound like fantastic skills. I like hearing the ideas. I love hearing, uh, you know, the different things that people are developing. It just shows the, the wide variety of uses that these smart speakers are going to have. And I think you're a perfect example of that. You've got a couple different things going. What's the, do you have a timeline on these when they, when they would likely be available to the public?
1: Um, the goal is, uh, for the family tree, the family tree is almost ready to go. Um, I sort of put that on hold with the uh, school, which I'm working on with another company, and that deadline is uh, September 17th for submission. And um, I think by has to be available in the store by October 2nd. So we're shooting for September 17th to have that one ready. Gotcha, gotcha. Great. And then the physio, the physio will probably follow on after those two because the physio, physio is a, a more complicated app because you have to have a, a web interface for the physiotherapist to be able to enter the. Uh, exercises and uh, patient information
0: right No, like I said I love all these and yeah we'll have to talk more off-air a little bit about uh, this this family tree skill because it's got my wheels turning here about how how my son could potentially use the skill to do a really cool project so uh, that's great that w- um, now the other thing I really wanted to uh, to speak to you about is being a Vancouver right here together um, I know that you have been instrumental in starting a meetup group here in Vancouver and you've got your first event coming up so Please tell us a little bit about that, and uh, we'll get the official invitation out to all the listeners of the Alexa in Canada podcast.
1: Excellent. Yeah. So, um, so I started looking around. Uh, I wanted to, you know, find uh, as opposed to create a uh, Amazon Alexa skills meetup. So it's a, a focus on um, primarily on on developers and people building skills for uh, Alexa, but also people who are interested in. Uh, in uh, Alexa. And uh, we uh, I uh, ran into uh, a gentleman from uh, Amazon who gave, offered to give us space and host it. It's a fabulous space. It's one of the Amazon's training rooms, so we have lots of uh, space there. And the meetup is set for September 24th, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. And it's at Amazon's Vancouver office, which is the 14th floor at 510 West Georgia. Um, so, uh, yeah, just go to meetup.com to sign up and, uh, and, uh, I have this incredible first speaker. Oh, what's his name? Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's you uh, <laughs> Thanks. For, our, for our first session. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I think that, uh, basically we'll be guided by what people want to see in the group. Uh, but to kick it off, I asked if you would uh, come on board and you, uh, offer to, speak with us. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to that.
0: Well, great. I'm really honoured that you asked and I'm, I'm very, uh, very honoured to be able to, to, to speak at it. Tell, tell the listeners a little bit about the, uh, the, the rest of the night, though, that format. It's not just me. There are other things going on. So what else is, is going on?
1: Yeah, so um, the other thing that we're looking to do that, that uh, and again, it's open to just give us feedback on the, on the meetup, um, but what I'd like to do is to, um, uh, that I think people would be interesting is it's kind of like what you did tonight. Um, uh, it, and we would add in a live demo is basically to have people who have written an Amazon, uh, skill that's in, in beta or that's been deployed, um, come up, demo it, show, show it to people. Um, tell us, you know, you know, what was challenging, what was interesting, what you learned from doing it, uh, share that spend uh, 10 or 15 minutes each doing that so that we'll have a. We'll have, you know, both, uh, you know, uh, some more in-depth technical discussions. And then what I'm hoping is is that uh, we'll set up, uh, we'll do networking at the beginning and networking on the back end. And if people want to have more technical sessions, then we'll, we'll uh, add those. Um, and if people want to have more uh, sort of general uh, discussions, we'll do that. Uh, we'll also be reaching out to uh, Amazon has a whole bunch of uh evangelists uh, that come around and uh, speak and we'll be uh, talking to them about uh, speaking at future sessions as well.
0: That's great. So wonderful. Can you give us the date one more time so everybody's very clear when it is exactly?
1: Yep. Monday, September 24th 6 to 9 p.m. Put wonderful. it in your calendar.
0: Wonderful. And it's, and there's no cost, right? There's no cost to anybody. It's Correct. Completely there's no completely
1: cost. Completely it's, it's completely free. It's been uh, sponsored by uh, uh, Amazon in terms of providing us the space and uh, yeah, it's just you know, Come and, you know, give us part of your time and your interest and enthusiasm. And uh, everybody should come out of there having learned uh, something and also uh, building their uh, Alexa network.
0: Wonderful. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. And, again, thanks for asking me to speak. I'm really honored and privileged, and I'm I'm really excited about it. So I encourage all the listeners to come on out and meet uh, meet Sean, meet myself, meet all the other people that are Alexa enthusiasts and learn a little bit about what's going on in the space. Um, Sean, thanks so much for spending some of your time on the, on the podcast here today. I really appreciate that. Um, it's great to hear about everything that you're up to. Um, like I said, it's a great example of the, of the, uh, the breadth of what you can do with, with, um, with Alexa. So where where can people go to learn a little bit more about you personally and what, what you're doing? What would be a good place for them to go to? Uh,
1: um, so best place to go is uh, LinkedIn. Uh, so I'll uh, send you my LinkedIn uh, profile info, we put that in the notes. Perfect. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the best place to uh, connect. Wonderful. Okay.
0: Well, again, Sean, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and I look forward to seeing you at the meetup.
1: Okay. I look forward to it. Take care and have a great evening. All right. You too. There you go. Incredible stuff, Sean's
0: doing, huh? Uh, really, really neat. And some of those skills are, are well, they're all they're all really cool ideas. I, I personally, I really love the uh, the family tree one. I think it's really, really cool. Um, so you can access everything that Sean talked about. Uh, we've got the the links to uh, to him. We've got a link to the meetup group. You can access that at on the show notes page for this episode, which of course is found at alexa in canada slash forty three. Uh, if you have not subscribed to the show, please make sure that you're doing that so you don't miss any of the upcoming shows. And if you feel so inclined, uh, I haven't asked for this in a while, but if you feel like you want to leave a review for, for the podcast, then you, know, you can leave a review at any of the podcast players, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And it's, uh, it's really appreciated. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It really helps uh, to get the show out and to get the word out to other people that uh, are interested in Lexi and want to, to learn more. So, with that, I'll sign off. Um, check out the show notes, alexa in Canada.ca slash 43. And I sincerely hope that I will be able to meet you at the first Vancouver Lexi meetup. Talk to you soon. She's
1: got She's got skills. Got skills.